0: what you're about to listen to is an archival episode from our podcast days before radio free brooklyn uh this was recorded uh may 6th of 2018 so uh there may be some things that might be out of date uh but that is why um so this is our episode (laughs) diving into marvel uh which we've talked about many a times since but this is kind of explaining all of our thoughts on marvel Welcome to another episode of D two U. We just want to preface first before we begin this episode. Um we get pretty heated. Uh this is actually a topic very near and dear very to dear. us. There's a point I'm sorry I yelled at you, Zach. Yes. Um I'm sorry I yelled at you. Wait, this is the intro?
1: Yeah, Sam yelled at me because I was trying to, you know, we were going like well, over an hour. I I just had something to,
0: I just had something a I bit anyways we, we really get into this Marvel episode um, I'm glad I have tissues I yeah you were crying a lot during it um, I I mean hopefully you enjoy it uh, <laughs> we we really we really give it our all though because we have a lot of opinions and I, I feel like we still haven't really fully expressed them um, that well we need like another hour we need a we need another hour just to process what just happened yeah. Um With no further ado, this is the Marvel episode. Uh, Enjoy and uh, try not to cry alongside of us. Yeah,
1: there's going to be a lot of crying in
0: this one. And sneezing. Zach, stop sneezing into the mic.
1: Hey, you know, I kind of (laughs) sneeze.
0: Hi. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of T2U. I would like to... I was listening to a podcast, actually, recently. I forget what it was. It was, like, The Nice guy. I don't know. It was The Nice Guys or something. Um, and it began with them doing this, like, five-minute-long introduction. Yeah. That was just, like, really stupid and annoying, because um. just, they just kept repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I just... It seems like one of those things that's just like really big, clickbait. Like, why do you
1: when you repeat the same thing? When over you just and no,
0: up. not just repeating the same thing, but when you like introduce, you're introducing the introduction. You know, I uh, I don't actually get what you're meaning. I'm you don't thinking. get what I'm meaning. I like your are well, I'm to glad s- you stay in that innocent, innocent, pure world. No, it's that not innocent.
1: A, it's just kind of like I'm. I just don't there's know. nothing
0: wrong with being innocent.
1: It's like a scientist telling, like, a guy who's a normal guy, just like, oh, you don't know how to cure cancer? <laughs> All right. Fine. Live in it, your ignorance. I don't know. You yeah, gotta show me, Okay, but yeah, we don't so, have the time Sorry.
0: Ignorance. That. My bad. Live in your ignorant world. Oh, uh, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it always pisses me off. Uh, so we're just gonna get right into it. Anyways, there's a, um, uh, can. Yeah, yeah. Is coming up.
1: That's a film festival. For anybody who stumbled onto this podcast, yeah. So anyone anything. who
0: has knows nothing about film festivals, this is the creme de la creme, the the bee's knees, the the Johnson
1: you know, to uh, the Johnson.
0: Yeah, Johnson's Johnson. Hold um, on, I got to
1: I'll be right back. You go on, my friend. <laughs> go on.
0: Um, Zach just left everyone. I don't know why but he just left. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we'll keep going. Uh, so there's, um so things coming up in the Cannes Film Festival. I think he just left because he has no idea about the Cannes Film Festival. Or John, or Johnson. Um, so a few things happening. Um, one, of course, we talked about earlier how the new uh, Nef- Netflix isn't being allowed to be in Cannes because Cannes has a new role that it has to be playing in uh, in uh, French theaters uh, for a, a period of time before it can be considered for Cannes, uh, and it also it can't it can't be streaming Netflix or um, France has a rule where it can't be uh, once it's in theaters it can't be released to stream for another three months. Three months. So it really hurts uh, Netflix, obviously. Uh, so you won't see any Netflix films this year, uh, unfortunately. But maybe next uh, year. What? maybe next year probably not maybe, maybe hulu films though i don't know netflix just said he's pulling its stuff from from um from can but we also have films uh like uh the new um thunder road uh my guy jim cummings he directed uh uh in one best uh, i think two years one best short uh what did,
1: what jim cummings do
0: in sundance he did a short called uh thunder road uh and a one best short at sundance uh and were then, you a part of it I was not a part of it, no, but I, I really loved the short. It was an amazing short.
1: I haven't seen it. I highly recommend
0: it. What? I think, I, I think I've <laughs> shared it with you a few times. <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm... But anyways, uh, he went off to do a few other things, but eventually he um, got funding. In a matter of seven days on Kickstarter, he got funding uh, to produce a feature version of the film, uh, which I believe won at uh, South by Southwest. It did win at South by Southwest. Didn't he and he now made... it just got accepted into... Um, into can, at the acid portion, whatever that means, the acid can, I don't know what that means.
1: I think that's where they burned your film. Mm. Yes.
0: Also, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite directors, Anna, or Anna Lily Amapour, I'm probably mispronouncing that, Sumi, she directed um, the Iranian vampire western, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. What is she doing Um, these days? And and now she uh, directed Blue Moon, or Blood Moon, uh, which is going to can Excited to see that when it's finally distributed, um, t- uh, which can I guess, is doing the international distribution. Anyways, sorry, this is getting all technical for those people who don't really care that much about film. I don't know why you're on this podcast if you don't really care that much about film. might be because we're talking about Marvel today.
1: Yeah, we're talking um, about Marvel.
0: Yeah, and also Solo, uh, a Star Wars story, uh, advanced ticket sales. Uh, have already broken the 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 last record, which was Black Panther, which kind of seems like everything today Marvel. seems to be breaking records. And what started that trend was, was Marvel. Was the Marvel movie? Was the Marvel because like you would have every Avenger movie seems to be breaking some.
1: Yeah, here's the thing: something. like if you looked at the box office record breaking, it started off with like avatar or titanic james cameron was like the darling boy for breaking records mm-hmm. but they were like spaced out over years mm-hmm. now it's like like we build a wall and like ba-boom 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 breaking bear like they could just keep ba- breaking barriers mm-hmm. disney i think is getting out of hand and uh, well actually
0: just looking at the um uh looking at the category now the best the be- the overall uh, best adjusted, or sorry, uh, domestic yes. for uh, box office of all time is still Star Wars: Force Awakens. Really, still Star Wars: Force Awakens. What about and this is this is
1: Gone b- with the Wind on there? Ga-
0: yeah, Gone with the Wind is actually best overall adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation, Gone with the Wind, a movie that came out in '39, um, had almost two billion dollars. So it was one. Yeah, it was 1 million, uh, $1.85 million, uh or $1.85 billion. Uh, and then the best worldwide was Avatar, which is interesting, because none of those is Avengers. So, I don't, it seems like so a lot of trying, the times... But,
1: you know, they're actually... But, if,
0: I mean, if you keep going down, it seems like the best um, opening weekends have been Avengers. Yeah, you uh, And that seems to be what everyone... Uh, keeps bringing it up, and it was Avengers.
1: Oh, sorry. Hey, okay, we're
0: going to ignore that.
1: Allergies. Um, That's where I ran off, by the way, too, to get tissues. Okay,
0: yeah, it's allergy season, so it's just the life. Anyways, um, so well, it,
1: let us get into yeah, Marvel. we'll get
0: into the clickbait for the day. Marvel, we'll talk about Aveng- now, uh, Avengers no I'm going to get into it
1: right now, because I... For viewers at home, I just want to say I am an expert when it comes to Marvel. Mm, but they, not the movies. Not the... Well, I mean, I've seen, I think, all of them. Except for... Um, no, I think I've seen all of them. Yeah. I've seen all of them. Really? Yeah, I've seen all of them. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, like, when they come out, you know, it's almost like an event. And they do that on purpose. Um, so, I've read the comics since I was a wee lad. I started off with Daredevil. Uh, I've also been... Do you see the TV shows, too? I have seen the TV show. I haven't seen all the TV You've shows. Seen Cloak and Gather, Dagger season one. But th- didn't that just come out though? Yeah, maybe we can still see it. I'm not that big of a. F- Here's the thing. I've gotten kind of turned off from the whole Marvel thing because now that they're bought by Disney, mm. everything is a conglomerate. Everything is kind of a. There's not a like a, its own story. Like back in the day, you would you know you were part of Marvel and you would write a story, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have to write a story that makes sense with another story that, you know, also can be tied into a movie deal. You have, you know, restraints. Mm -hmm. And as a guy who works in kind of a place where you have to have a lot of overhead, it kind of drags down the creativity. Mm -hmm. It closes the door to, uh, you know, storylines you could probably not, um, you know... Come up with if you weren't just had a story, mm-hmm. uh, and I think DC in that regards um, they've allowed they've had a little more creativity. Oh, well, I think some of their stories have a lot. I mean, like in the 80s, they had Are they, they allowed the comics. Yeah, yeah, because like they allowed like Jack Kirby, the god of Marvel. Jack Kirby, Stan Lee wrote the words, but Jack Kirby is the one who put the face to all your favorite characters. So Jack Kirby, you know, he he needed. He wanted, I mean, he was a creative man. Mm, I heard that. Uh, Fun fact about Jack Kirby, he was one of the first people to ever see what was inside the concentration camps.
0: Wait, what? Really? Yeah. That's random.
1: Very random, but, like, I'm just saying, like, he's a man who's seen some things. And yet he's made beautiful art. Um, But on that same note, um, one of my favorite writers, who also kind of jumped ship, probably not jumped ship, but just, you know, is so famous he can go other places. Is Michael uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who created the Ultimate Spider-Man series, oh my, God. And, which is uh, practically what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is based off of. He went over. He's over at DC now writing uh, the Superman Man of Steel uh, series. So what I'm saying is, Marvel, I think. They know how to make money. <laughs> when it comes Ew. to new. Mo- <laughs> people know- are on like in the bus surrounded
0: by people sneezing and you're just like blowing your nostrils into their ears. What? Or blowing your nostrils into their what ears. What bus? People, people listen to podcasts like on their bus on the way to, <laughs> on the way to work or whatever.
1: That's true. They're trying to enjoy and They're learn. trying to just
0: be like okay, I'm isolated from everything else. Okay, all these
1: disgusting people around me, and you're just here, just like, (laughs) Like, yeah. But if they've fallen in love with our care, like who we are. They. know I guess we're being honest. We're being
0: honest. Anyways, this uh, is unadulterated about Marvel making money and stuff.
1: So, anyways, um, so you know, around you know the time where they're like, hey, let's get more money, Marvel, because Marvel in the '90s. Another fun fact about Marvel. They almost went bankrupt. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, they are, their comics were not selling. Hmm. Yeah, they were in the rut. I, I guess I don't know what happened, but Marvel was. Oh, another funny thing I found out was they in like in the nineties. You know, they're like, oh, we need to make money, so let's start selling our uh, our like stuff to make movies, mm-hmm. and they offered Sony mm-hmm. the almost the entire. A library of their characters mm-hmm. for $50 million. Mm-hmm. And Sony was like, no, we'll only buy Spider-Man oh, my be- God. because people will only care about Spider-Man. So they bought Spider-Man for two, uh, $20 million. Wow. And now they only have Spider-Man. And yeah. they don't even have Spider-Man anymore. Ooh. You know? So I'm just saying, like, <sighs> Disney just has really great business people Hmm. who know it
0: seems like uh this article i'm reading right now from dean of geek uh, pays that they say it's because of ron perlman okay so it's actually um kevin feig wait
1: hold on oh yeah kevin feig feig yeah oh you know him well yeah he's on the in every single one of the uh marvel movies uh so he's been a producer
0: of superhero movies wow. for a long time. I
1: wonder if he's a superhero fan. It Actually, it says
0: here, uh, Feig, uh, Feig's love of comics was such that despite his relative young age, he landed the role of producer of Fox Productions, so I guess he was.
1: Wow! And he started
0: as assistant to the producer oh, no. of Lauren Schuller Donner. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Who was the wife of uh, uh, Richard Donner. You know, Richard Donner. this
1: is what I hate, is in this podcast, I start off all angry Mm-hmm. And then I end up like, like, I bet if I met this guy, I would love him. Probably.
0: Well, mm, he's probably kind of a, a Hollywood asshole at this
1: point. Oh, uh, I hope, how do you, oh, don't, no, don't just definitely. say that. Don't definitely. just say that. Definitely. I'm going to attack
0: you. Uh, this actually might Look come. At this. Look at like, this, Like years he's down also, the line, wait. this might come and bite me in the butt. In the yeah, what, so. I'm saying
1: this right now, I'm, Kevin This Fiend. is out of context. Let's a, do lunch. Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's talk about your next move. Time. Yeah. So, your move, Kevin <laughs> Your move. Balls in your court. Um, by but, the way, he was the executive producer for Spider Man too, so I can't not I can't hate him. Yeah you know? I mean it's he's like, been a
0: producer and executive producer for basically everything. It's
1: like if you if you like, you know, you meet the mother of the you know, the kid who's the greatest kid ever, but you know, she also birds like this dummy who mm-hmm. ruins your car ever so often. Uh, but you're like, hey, you know, you made one great kid. The main chunk of this is we wanted to go uh, all the way in the beginning
0: uh, with the first phase of uh, Avengers and talk about how our distaste uh, for Marvel has developed over time. You good, Zach? You ready I to go? I am. Let's do it. Party on. Here we go. All right. right. Hello. So... So, beginning back all the way at first, we began with Iron Man in
1: 2002. 2008, directed by John Favreau, John who Favre. directed uh, movies like uh, The Swingers and um, really nothing else. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He was on an episode of The Sopranos. Mm. You know, that's pretty big. Um, No, so, like, I, I think that was, you know, everybody was new to this. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. They call this... Phase 1. And Phase 1 was Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, dose, Thor, Captain America, The Uno Avenger. Mm. Mar- and then Marvel's The Avengers. Mm. Um, which came out in 2012. Yeah, that was all Phase 1. That was Phase 1. Now, that was an exciting time. I just want to say, before this whole cinematic universe happened, to me, as a young uh, a marvel et, a Marvel-head... Marvel movies are decent. Actually, Marvel movies. They were an event. Mm-hmm. I saw a trailer, and they were very minimal. Like, it wasn't very much. It was just like Spider-Man, you know, like climbing up walls, and then mm-hmm. it, it would pan out, and it's actually a reflection in Dr. Octopus's eyeball. Those
0: were cool. The those Spider-Man were cool. movies like, were nuts. Those were great. The Tobey Maguire, I think, is still the most underrated. I, we could do a whole thing on that. I think I, Tobey Maguire. I mean,
1: the third one, I guess, crushed the that franchise. Mm-hmm. Though, I I did... Here's another thing. I read somewhere that uh, they were going to make Spider-Man 4, but Sam Raimi just could not find a good script. Mm. And also, after Spider-Man 3, you're probably... Yeah, you're probably probably not that much. We can't... And I can't wait to go beyond the veil of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Spider-Man 3 made... It was in the records of breaking breaking those records of making money. Mm -hmm. So, like, even... I mean, movie producers still like you if you make them a ton of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why they keep making Transformer movies. Mm -hmm. Um, If people go to see it, they'll make more. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, Tobey Maguire I think is and will be for quite some time the best Spider-Man because he has that level of awkwardness Mm -hmm. and not disgusting looking. I mean, Peter Parker is a nerd. He's a weird guy, you know? I mean... And Tom Holland, he's awkward, but it's kind of like a cutesy awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean at least. I, I like he looks my like awkward he's kid, to be a little you know? Yeah, I mean well he yeah. He do, he does look like the appropriate age. Yeah. But the thing about the Toby Maguire Spider Man's is he got out of high school like immediately. Yeah. That I mean Spider Man and I was saying this before the podcast while we uh, Sam and I were in the green room. hmm Very green. Spider Man doesn't he's not in high school the entire time. There are now 800 issues of just Amazing Spider-Man. And in those 800 issues, Spider-Man's in high school for, I think, like 20 okay. issues. Man, I was like... Maybe well, 40. I'm just going to say... No, no, like yeah, 100. no, it was, no, it was like... No? Whatever it was, it, it no, wasn't it was, for a long time. He went into college in issue 30, so he must have graduated, or 31. Oh. So he must have oh, yeah. graduated in, like, 30. Yeah. But yeah, he really wasn't in high school for that long. No, no. it's just people keep doing that because that's when he got his powers and Mm -hmm. it's kind of a cool thing. Like there's a superhero that's in high school or it's relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Any hoot. So the first phase was enjoyable. It's like, wow, this is cool. Like all these favorite Marvel movies coming out at once. This is fun. And then Phase 2 came out. Well,
0: hold on. Let's, let's stay with Phase 1 for a second. I think, I mean uh, like, oh,
1: I think, Mar- I mean.
0: Well, I mean, Incredible Hulk, for instance. Incredible Hulk, not many people realize Incredible Hulk was part of this Phase 1. I didn't realize it till I looked it up. Yeah, until we just looked it up. Uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, hat. What was, what's his name again? What's the actor? Uh, uh, Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Ed Norton was Incredible Hulk instead of Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, and no, I guess. No, Mark
1: Ruffalo wasn't even in that movie.
0: Yeah, he wasn't. I said instead of. Oh. Um, Mark Ruffalo, of course, comes back in in the Avengers as the Hulk. And I mean, how I feel very bad. I mean, the movie just bombed, and I think the main reason is because no one knows how to do a Hulk movie. Because it's not. I guess the the. I honestly like the Ang Lee Hulk from 2002. Me too. Isn't
1: that weird? It wasn't that bad. It was very comic booky, and I liked the. I, the editing was kind of cool. Yeah, it was really meta. Like, it was meta. Like, it was
0: shot like it was supposed to be. Like, they had frames. Like, it was in a comic and stuff. And it was...
1: People said it was too, like, poetic.
0: To yeah, I mean, it, there was there was a lot of... In the middle, there was a lot of... Anytime people just throw in a romance, sometimes it seems very uh, hollow. Yeah, and pretty, throwing in his background stuff. And I, I think, jumping forward a little bit, I, I think of Marvel's... Did a good job with uh the Spider-Man Homecoming with the fact that they didn't fluff it up too much with like romance. I mean, they did a little bit, but they got rid of like they didn't like dive into Spider-Man's past as much as say no, because the I other miss- Spider-Man. Uh, what's the the Stupid. one with the uh, what's his name again? Andrew Gar Andrew Garfield. Where for some reason Andrew Spider-Man Bajana. is a cool skateboarding dude who is just an outcast. Super
1: cool. Guy I hated
0: that movie. I hated every second of and that. I hate, the second I, one was cool, mostly just because of uh, well, like a, I realized like Fox, yeah. But um, besides the Electro being the supervillain in that whole scene in like the Times Square, it that was rubbed yeah, that me was, the wrong way. Yeah,
1: it was not a good rub. It was
0: not <laughs> the worst sort of rub. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man. It's also interesting they chose to like basically Iron Man was the core of marvels, not captain america you think it'd be captain america but it's probably because iron man has more of a, dy- a dynamic character you know he's more enjoyable i guess
1: well and it's weird too because as a comic book guy i i really don't enjoy i didn't think the iron man comics were that great mm-hmm. he was this you know the allure of batman is that he's crazy that's what makes his whole thing cool being a billionaire who runs around beating up insane people also the villains were great for batman mm-hmm. iron man didn't really have that many great villains he had the uh the iron monger who t- uh, they used for the first villain uh but besides that i mean he he had the mandarin who was all oh, right, mm-hmm. i guess as a, a villain he had the melter there was a guy named the unicorn uh whiplash who they used for number two almost I mean, the, his character makeup looked a little s&m to me Like leather, yeah, very revealing. Wait, in the comics? In the comics, yeah, it's very, uh, very tight. Not a lot of, a lot of skin showing. Um, but um, yeah, no, it was interesting. And also, like Robert De Niro. I mean Robert didn't. Robert, yeah, Robert. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Um, yeah, he like. No one really knew who he was, like our, like us. Well, yeah, our age, I guess. And uh, our parents before us <laughs> all thought of him as kind of this drug de used-up guy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, kind of like Iron Man, who is in the comics, he's a alcoholic, a re- recovering alcoholic. I think Robert Downey Jr. was a perfect match.
0: Oh, no. That was definitely probably, that was probably the like, best thing that Marvel has done, was cast Robert Downey well, Jr. Well, I think all their
1: casting has been, but that was almost prolific, like, prol- like, way beyond what, that was fantastic casting. Mm-hmm. That cat going back to our old episode of casting director, whoever casted Robert Downey Jr. should get an Oscar. Yeah. Like, that well, was. First, they
0: gotta make an Oscar for casting, and then.
1: Yeah. We'll give it to them during the Oscar. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do during Oscar uh, season. We'll make our own Oscars. Yeah, we'll
0: make our own Oscars for For all those the things we've
1: complained about. Yeah. But um, but
0: well, it finished it off with Marvel's Avengers, and you liked the first
1: one, right, Zach? Oh, I loved it, and I tell you, it's so exciting. It was one of the greatest experiences in movie because everybody was there. You mm-hmm. know, you bought your tickets be- ahead of time. I think this was before they did reserved seats. Mm-hmm. Um, but all my friends, like this was still back when I was in high school. Yeah, I was still in high school when this came out. So all my friends were there, like from the home. Like some schmo I knew from fourth period was like sitting behind me, and like it, it was it was a community, mm-hmm. and we all clapped and cheered when things happened. And I re- I remember this, and I thought this was so cool when Hulk says, you know, puny after he beats up Loki. Oh yeah, the the crowd in all like everybody was cracking up. The entire, yeah. I've never been in a theater everybody the, in that theater was howling. Did and we go to the midnight premiere of that? I think no, um, yes, I think we did. Yeah, we did. Um and nobody here's the funny thing, nobody could hear what Hulk said afterwards because mm-hmm. everybody was laughing so hard. Yeah. And now now I'm going to jump ahead. Don't wait, hold on. Let's let's, <laughs> let's not jump ahead yet. So the Magic of Marvel Phase 1 Fantastic. From 1 to, one to 10. It was a pure uh, 1 to 10, I would give it a 9. Now. No, 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 no! I give it an eight because I actually I thought Thor s- sucked. Yeah,
0: Thor was kind of stupid. Thor was. Dumb. I didn't even. I honestly didn't see it. So it was. Bad. I have yet to see a Thor movie. By the way,
1: Thor Ragnarok. They kind of started to realize that their uh, formula stunk, so they sent him into space and made it more 80s. Mm, yeah, because they did that with Guardians of the Galaxy. That was so something in out. Phase Two where they realized. Oh wait a second, let's make everything like the 80s because 80s had great movies. Yeah. So that brings us to Phase 2. Phase 2. Iron Man uh, 3. Iron Man 3, probably the worst one? No, actually Iron Man 2 was the worst one. Are you sure? Yes.
0: I've seen all Honestly, of them. Honestly, the Iron Man movies are not the best. As a trilogy, I, the first one was good.
1: Yeah. yeah, as a trilogy, probably out of all these, trilogy-wise, Captain America, but in my opinion, I think I'm going to love the I love the Guardians of the Galaxy could be their own thing. Garlic Galaxy, Alex, I have mixed feelings I more. love Galaxy. I think to me they're they're so far removed from the Marvel cinematic universe. Like, well, not from, anymore. Yeah, that's the problem. So now I'm like Yeah, they were on their own playing
0: field, but now they've been brought in. Spoilers. I mean not spoilers, it's in the trailer. Yeah, but spoilers it, for this the, whole thing.
1: We will yeah, spoil we're we're it. We're gonna
0: spoil a lot. Uh but Iron Man 3 was a letdown. And I think I think we both agree phase two was when we started being like, uh eh.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at uh, it right now. This is definitely when I was like, wait yeah. a Captain second. Captain America.
0: I really like the first Captain America because I like history. Eesh. And I loved integrating like World War II, even though I mean it wasn't really completely like historical. But uh it was it was interesting to see like historical like cars and things like that. I thought Winter Soldier was pretty good. I did not think Winter Soldier. I think I was the only one actually I think I'm the outlier in that. I think that's when that Winter Soldier for me is when I started not liking Marvel because I saw Winter Soldier, everyone seemed to like it, and I was like, it wasn't. I don't, I didn't because it was all about Bucky, right? Yeah. So I was just like, it.
1: it this well, is when a- it
0: started getting into its like. It was about Captain post, Mar- like modern day post uh, Hydra, uh, world.
1: It's 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 a thin uh, it's a thin uh, metaphor. I mean, it's like Captain America's like, wait a minute. Maybe I don't like the government. Yeah, I mean... It's when it, Captain America went from, like, a conservative, you know, guy from the 1940s yeah. to a liberal. It's just that's... It's when I started a lot of, like, the big...
0: Phase two was when a lot of, like, the long-term stuff started being unraveled. And I think a lot of times... well, this, the, it, the number two one, it's always kind of boring because it's much more, like, building up to something. So a lot of Phase Two was just building up to something. Everything, yeah, this and is Captain an, America, especially. I think Captain America is the fall two uh, show or like episode or whatever character that they use their movies to like explain what's happening.
1: Well, in Captain America, at least in the Captain America: When a Soldier, was directed by the Rousseau brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain so their America first time directing? Yeah, this is their first movie within the Marvel universe. Oh, okay. so. Like, Captain America... That might be why. <laughs> yeah, Captain America, the first Avengers, felt like its own story. hmm You know, he was fighting the Red Skull, and it shows how he, you know, came into our world. Then Captain America, from then on, was all basically a interlude to the next Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Did they do Stranger Things, too? No. No, Who that was the Duffer brothers. A lot of brothers. No, yeah, the Rousseau brothers, did. they directed a few episodes of Arrested Development, Community... Mm-hmm. So they they have done... They know comedy. But, Mm -hmm. like, their Marvel movies are definitely... I can... Once again, I can see my money just being slipped away. Yeah. Like, I'm not... uh, But I do want to... I will say... So my love for these movies started to dwindle. But then... So, like, Iron Man 3 wasn't a big fan. Thor, The Dark Knight, I think I, like, was dozing off. It was so... Ugh. It was not that great. Captain America, very long. For some reason, they started... These Marvel movies started to get like these big ones, like Captain uh, America and Age of Ultron. They were like almost three hours long. They mm-hmm. started to make them. And Age uh, of Ultron is where I. St- when my eyes opened up. Yeah. I, I will say, Guardians of the Galaxy, I loved it the first time. I think I saw it like two times. And I'm like, wow, this is great. But Age of Ultron, like I said before, I saw Avengers and I loved it. I had this great feeling, it was an event. It made me laugh. It made me cry. Well, not really. But I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I went in to see Age of Ultron with the expectation of having that same joy. And nothing clicked. And I, and I was a part of that laughter with when the Hulk smashed Loki, right? Yeah, you were. I laughed. I was with them. I felt like I was crying. a community. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. I was not, I did not laugh with people. Well, the, sad, the saddest thing about Age of Ultron is that was also
0: the great thing about Avengers, directed by Joss Whedon, who we love. We're uh, Buffy fans.
1: Buffy, Dr. Horrible, Firefly. Yeah,
0: he, I mean, he was, he was a cult director, amazing, uh, and a writer as well. Uh, Toy Story. He, he directed Toy
1: Story? No, he wrote really? Toy
0: Story. Really? Yeah, he was part of the writing team for Toy really? Story. Really? I didn't yes, know sir. that. Yes, sir. But anyway, he also directed uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. And apparently. He had like a psychotic breakdown, maybe not. Psychotic really, breakdown. I didn't know
1: about this. But he had like a
0: breakdown <laughs> writing it. I remember Whoa. this like with the, the build up before Age of Ultron, or at least I, I remember like after watching it and like being like, "What happened?"
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't fun.
0: And I'm, I, I, I like read that he was like re- under so much pressure, and he was like, "This is the last thing I'm ever like." He well, was just like he was so stressed out about it because this. I mean, the Avengers is what ties everything together and exactly when we were watching it it was it was just building up all i remember about it literally as soon as it first thing that comes to mind when i hear avengers age of ultron i just think of lifting that giant rock up into the sky for some reason and like by like because i guess he was trying to push up the rock and then drop it to explode um
1: he was trying to world? do the... Actually, I just realized he was trying to do what Thanos was trying to do. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, Avengers... But on good. an
1: earthly scale.
0: But also, Thanos... You remember how quickly Thanos... Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Whatever. We already said. Thanos just quickly crushes the moon in Avengers and then does exactly what, yeah. uh, what he was trying to do that whole time. Yeah, I
1: just realized that's really true. He kind of just did just... in
0: like five seconds. He just crushes the moon and throws all the pieces at it. And then the whole entire movie is just trying to stop that one thing from happening. But anyways, hey. yeah, but, like, it was, I, like, Ultron wasn't even that interesting.
1: Well, he was fine. The thing I didn't like was that, I mean, he was built from Tony Stark because they hadn't introduced Ant-Man yet mm-hmm. who had um, Hank Pym, who was, in the comics, the inventor of, of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And Hank Pym's not a funny kid. He doesn't have an allure. Actually, Hank Pym is this asshole who actually beat his wife once. So yeah, Hank Pym is not a great guy. Wait, who is this? Hank Pym. Is that Ant Man? (laughs) Um, he was the original Ant Man. Okay, yeah. But they decided to go for a young. uh, They decided to go for the second Ant Man, Mm -hmm. uh, Scott Lang, who's played by. Yeah, that was interesting how they did that in the Ant Man movie. How they actually
0: referenced the first one.
1: And they're gonna do that with the uh, Captain Marvel movie too. Oh really? Yeah, because there's two Captain Marvels. There's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And then there's um uh, Car- uh, Carol da- uh, Don Danov Davis if I was in a comic book trivia they would not allow that mm. Darvis Carl Darvis <laughs> two thumbs und- undecided the bo- the movie podcast uh where you get to hear them <laughs> mispronounced, mispronounced everything cartoon
0: characters <laughs> or yeah, everything er, literally everyone
1: um, um,
0: <laughs> but it is weird how Ant-Man um, No, I, I thought that movie was unfunny too I thought that was a really sad wanted... it was weird looking at phase 2 now the <sighs> only movie that holds up is Guardians of the Galaxy and then everything else is just junk and like, I... Ant-Man, Avengers, huge letdown Captain America was kind of a letdown Avengers, huge letdown and then I, I think I was, like, convinced to see Ant-Man because at this point I was just like, I don't think I like this Marvel thing anymore. <laughs> and then saw, someone brought me to see Ant-Man, and I watched it. And that's the worst thing, in my opinion, about Marvel yeah. is I watch it, and I'm like, this movie isn't good. I, but, then you time... leave, but then you leave, and everyone Loves you're it. going with, everyone's just, you have to, like, if you don't like it, you are a fool. I think, And you're... it's just, that's how I felt with Ant-Man. The people I saw it with were just like, oh, that was such a good movie, I'm excited for the next one. It was like, I, I didn't, it was kind of the same as the other ones. Like, also, it was, it was the same, like, he's like a, a random guy, kind of like, um, I'm trying to see if there were, actually, I guess he was the only one that he was just an average dude. But I guess it's, like, the same as, like, so many other superhero movies. There was nothing unique about it besides the fact that he was small.
1: And there was, well, I mean, that's, I mean, you could have, you could have made that movie into a, I, I liked it how they were originally going to go for it, which was this horror-esque movie, which was going to be directed by, um, the guy Ed, Edgar Wright. Who oh, directed really? Yeah, who directed Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that had been interesting. It would have been really great, but Edgar Wright, you know, and Atir mm. was, uh, he didn't uh, Disney, being the conglomerate they are, didn't like the way that his vision wasn't in the same vision as Disney, mm. so they parted ways. I'm looking at the, like the, the the back like the feature films of
0: a lot of these directors who directed for Marvel.
1: They're very. They're
0: not good films they directed before. Well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the director. The director all... of Ant Man is Peyton Reed, who did Yes Man. Did, yeah, he did Yes Man. The... He did Bring It On. I mean, you might think those movies are good. I don't know. But, like, they're not, they're not the, like, and they
1: also did some TV shows. Well, it's weird. A lot of these people who directed these movies are all indie directors. Like, John Favreau, he's an indie guy. Um, James Gunn, he, in my opinion, he had the same, like, you know how Peter Jackson, before Lord of the Rings, did all these really B-movie, like, really great B-movie movies? Mm-hmm. And then he somehow got a bunch of money to make one of the greatest trilogy of all time. That's the same with James Gunn. James Gunn did a, he worked with Troma. You know Troma? No. They did Toxic Avenger, Class of Nukem High. Wait, John Favreau, who what did what did he direct? I just t- Swingers. Yeah, but what did he
0: direct in the in the Marvel world? Iron Man. He directed Iron Man? I, yeah, th- we've been
1: talking Are about sh- it. James Favreau.
0: Oh, James Fra- Okay, so I looked at John Favreau, and I saw he died in the 60s. And I was like, <laughs> uh, are you
1: sure? <laughs> but James Gunn, see, that's why I think I like James Gunn stuff, is he comes from, and maybe this is a personal thing, he comes from that kind of indie, speak-your-own-voice. Hmm. Like, he worked with, you know, these indie people who all they care about is, let's, you know, we will get the money back. But it's more about your voice. Hmm. Kind of thing. Like, he did Slither. He did Super, which was an IF. Uh, See, I like thing. that movie. And I, I think Super is why they gave him this movie.
0: Well, are, so what did he, what did he direct? Uh,
1: James Gunn? Yeah, what did he direct in the Marvel world? Oh, he he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Gotcha. And Josh Whedon, of course, I think they just gave it to him because, well, it's funny. I mean, some of these, some of these people have done superhero movies. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a mix of things. Like Ant-Man, the guy, really hadn't done anything before. And then uh, Jon Favreau, he, I guess he did all this other things.
1: But it's so weird. Actually, I'm starting to realize, in a way, it, they, well, okay, they, I, I'm starting to see so, uh, a little bit of a, a, trend. a trend here. So all these directors... Are indie directors? Mm -hmm. None of them have directed. Well, Ant Man
0: director wasn't really an indie director.
1: Yeah, but I'm like most of them are. Like John Watts, who did Spider Man Homecoming, he directed this uh, indie movie called Cop Car with Kevin Bacon. Mm -hmm. He um, and then help me out here, the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok, Uh, Taika Waititi. uh, He directed one of my favorite indie movies. what we do in the shadows? Oh yeah, the vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I, I thought that movie. I, I was wondering it's a TV why. Show. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, all the in, Ryan Coogler, Coogler, who did Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I mean, hats off to him. He's directed only three movies, and all of them have made millions of dollars. You he have, directed. He did Fruitville Station, with Michael B. Jordan he did creed with michael b jordan and then he did black panther with wow um yeah he's probably the biggest like but the- those movies were indie movies like he started off in the mo- uh, indie business and now it's like it's now like hollywood is doing the reverse of what the 70s did where uh they gave these you know indie directors a bunch of money to make their own movies mm-hmm it's like Marvel is finding these indie directors and then saying, hey. Make our movies. Make our movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you can't really argue with a billion
1: dollars. No, you can't. So it's like, oh, man. It's like your voice is there. Yeah. But your voice also has to be a little bit, And you it, know, It's also interesting. Every to... so often you have to put in a Marvel, you know, you have to put in a Marvel joke in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Which is probably, they based it off of Joss Whedon's joke writing thing. But, like, um...
1: You think that, actually, that was that was what you just said? It seemed like you were just saying that as a one-off line? But you, yeah, I mean, You it's think true. the whole entire Marvel I think joke they, thing is from Josh Joss Whedon? We- yeah. I think, I think Joss Whedon you know what? created
0: that one-liner joke thing, because that's exactly what was in Buffy, and that's what he added in the Avengers. But it's weird, because... And it's, like, these it, little things that, like, that. I guess that's what they're maybe hoping for, is they get all these like a tour directors and saying make our movie, but like have a little bit of like make it kind of your own, and then hoping that one of the things they do becomes canon in their films. I mean, that's what Joss Whedon did, but then he went nuts with uh, Avengers. So, anyways, I think we should move on to Phase Three then.
1: Phase Three is when it start. That's where so I was. So Phase like, Two at this point, what is your ranking? Uh, that's where that I, I give that now a six. You give it a six. I'd six give it a five. Five. I'll give it a
0: five. Six so I went five. from an eight to a five. Uh, and, now, and now we're in phase three. Yes, yeah,
1: phase um, three. My eyes are uh, like wide open. I get, I just got a college. My hatred for yeah Disney has. Re- I think by this point, you know, Star Wars Force Awakens. Yeah. Now
0: at this point, everyone's starting to do what Marvel is doing. Yeah. Or trying like and failing. sequels and sequels and sequels. They just approved a uh, Robbie the Rabbit or whatever Roger the Rabbit two. Roger.
1: Yeah. What is that? Is that Disney?
0: It's not... Whatever it is, they're making a second one, even well, though the first one uh, failed.
1: Yeah, well, it made money.
0: I, mean, I, I, I heard it did pretty well, or pretty poorly. I'll check that up, though, but...
1: anyhoot, in the blowfish. Um, so now things are coming together. Phase 3 is leading up to the Avengers Infinity War. You have movies like Captain America Civil War, which was super long. I thought it was not half bad. Uh, Doctor Strange... Was in the same line as Ant Man for me, where the character didn't need a. It, it, you, you had those little jokes, mm. like comedic jokes that I just did not think were warranted. Like the cape flying into his face, and you know his sidekick being kind of a dunce. Um, and you're and I'm sitting in the audience, just looking around, and people are laughing. I'm like, this, this isn't funny, and I I hope I'm wondering if it's. And I, I think sometimes, is it because I'm getting older and I'm becoming more cynical in my my view? I just, I I do laugh when it is funny. Mm-hmm. And I found, because this is Phase 3, we can talk about this, I laughed at Guardians of the Galaxy. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man had a nice range of funniness. Uh, Inve- the Avengers Infinity War, I thought, had a nice... Except for the second viewing. Yeah, I did But didn't... Thor Ragnarok, that's the thing, is they realized their formula stunk for the first With two, the Thors, and yep. then they're like, wait a minute, I know it works. Let's throw in a bunch of jokes. Yeah. Let's make this just a comedy. Um, and that's why Thor Ragnarok, because it kind of was, the lo- like, they went for those kind of one-off jokes. Yeah. I
0: never, I actually didn't see uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, it first was, off, it was Peter Rabbit is what I'm talking about, and actually it did pretty well at the box office. See, there you go. Uh, it made three hundred million dollars uh, but I heard from a bunch of people the movie sucked,
1: but who, I mean, who, who do you know who went in who who do you know who went in and saw Peter Rabbit? who do I know yeah who who do you know that uh, went and saw Peter I Rabbit? I
0: don't remember the people's names whenever they tell me this stuff. I normally I, I just I they they just told me it's I don't know anyway. I forget their names um, um
1: but so
0: but also like uh what was I about to say oh yeah so uh Captain America Civil War that was basically like uh Avengers uh two point five uh because it was I mean it was it had it all the had Avengers the, in yeah. it yeah Doctor Strange at this point I kind of clocked out uh oh, I saw I didn't see Doctor Strange. Uh didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Very good by the, the way. You see it. The only reason I saw Spider Man the only reason I saw Spider Man was because um Uh I had free tickets. Um and I really
1: enjoyed Spider Man, hopefully. It was
0: fine. At this point also, I already really developed after phase two I was just like, Wow. They're really just I just don't and then and then and then I see movies like um like, a lot of the movies are just, it's just, it feels like a hook. Yeah. Like, they're just, okay, let's, it's all building up to you seeing Avengers. All of it. It's all of it building up to a big box office hit. And it's just so mind-numbing, because, like, most of it, if you look at the, the, there's nothing really different about the movies. I mean, it's all typical superhero movies, the same thing that it's been. For uh, there's nothing really new about the movies. The only real difference, I guess, is they w- s- they started throwing in '80s hits to it. Yeah, but that
1: was the thing about uh, ever since Guardians of the Galaxy, they're like, wait a second, let's make like Thor: Ragnarok had an '80s vibe. Spider-Man had you know 80 references. Guardians of the Galaxy two, of course. <clears throat> I'm getting allergic to this Marvel. Uh-huh. And then to cap it off, though. The thing that we've been waiting for since 2008 was the Avengers Infinity War. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, we saw it a few days ago. I really liked it the first time I saw it. I thought what they did with Thanos was fantastic, where instead of him appeasing to this cult, you know, to kill half the universe, he just wants... He's just like, there's too many people. Mm -hmm. There's too many people. Let's get rid of half of them. Yeah. Um, very simple plan. But, um... The second time through, I started realizing the jokes were pretty dumb. I mean, the jokes
0: are the same old, same old jokes.
1: Yeah, they're the same old, same old, like, you know, um, like, you know, Tony Stark will say something, and then Drax will say, um, like, we're here to take words, and uh, we're here to kick words and take ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Drax says
0: something stupid. And,
1: like, this group of people behind me are just like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And also
0: whenever uh uh Iron Man says something that is funny yet belittling to someone else and he's just like, "Hey, stop talking squidward to the to the whatever." Yeah, you know, it's, it's like just kind of I know like, oh, I know SpongeBob. I know,
1: <laughs> I know SpongeBob That's...
0: these writers are hip. <laughs> they're hip with my culture. <sighs> yes. Um so anyways, yeah, it, it I mean, it was cool how the fact that
1: they actually ended with a bad guy winning. I loved it. Um, I, I tell you the truth, I hope there's no more Marvel movies. That's my review on it. I hope they just I, end it.
0: Say your theory on oh. on Avengers Infinity War, because I think this is genius.
1: Oh, genius?
0: I think so. Okay,
1: so uh, I was coming away from uh, the second viewing of uh, Avengers, and I called Sam because I was like, wait, this makes a little... I think Thanos is a, uh, a, a metaphor for Disney and what they're doing to culture Mm. uh uh, thanos is trying to collect all the stones all the the powerful stones of the universe like disney's doing with 21st century fox uh marvel star wars um they have other stuff i think they have miramax you know they've had miramax they have all these different corporations Mm -hmm. and now thanos using the infinity stones is trying to destroy, uh, ha- like they're trying to destroy kind of what we used to love, so they mm-hmm. can make way for for something new, for something new. And I like that it's kind of a conspiracy theory in my uh, what I think. Like Disney is Disneyfying all our all the things we've grown up with and making it plain and you know the same. Mm-hmm. And, in a way, deteriorating it, which is what Thanos did. You know, he, he made things disintegrate. Um, so, and, basically... It, and, sorry, to, with, because of... With Thanos's same philosophy, Disney, I think, because they're ruining all these beloved things, I think this will be a great way for new, upcoming directors mm-hmm. and writers to make their own's. Because they're like, wait, this is the same. This is boring. I hate these, what they're doing with all these companies and all these, it's all the same. So let us make new things. Mm-hmm. Let's not make a Star Wars ripoff. Let's do something new. So Adventures
0: is very cognizant about the fact that they're just repeating what always has been done, but making huge profits off of it. And the fact that uh, I, I think and, they're... and Thor, or uh, Thanos represents Marvel taking all that power and actually just, just killing everything.
1: Yes, but in that same, in my uh, conspiracy, that means I think what Thanos is doing is correct. True. I think it's I, it's weird. And cause... in that same sense, I think Disney is creating, I don't, they're definitely, I don't think they're doing this on purpose. I don't know if there's a deep Hollywood, you know, a dark, uh, like what is it, like a deep Hollywood that there's something secret going on where they planned this, but I think Disney is Undoing their own, they're creating their own demise. So if if Marvel, first off, we know they did, didn't—they're not
0: ending with this movie because they already have uh, Ant-Man, Ant the Wasp coming out, Captain Marvel the coming out, the Wasp. Is, and also a new untitled Avengers movie coming out next year. So we know it's not. So you know,
1: but, but start if, the revolution. If if,
0: and I, I, I don't like what they, they always do—Avengers—and then they instantly go to Ant-Man. Ant-Man <laughs> is just like. It's it's like like boom and it's like a huge boom and then it's that little dribble out before. Oh, I think it's like supposed afterwards. to
1: be a, br- a breath of fresh air. It's like, oh. yeah,
0: it's just like really fun. Like, oh, that was that's just a really typical superhero movie. Um, and honestly, I think that's kind of a smart planning move. But
1: oh, they're, they're now they're adding Captain Marvel. Is,
0: oh, their strategy is great. The way they ordered things and stuff.
1: If this was a business podcast, I would be praising Marvel. I, mean, I would be praising I mean, Disney. I'd, I'd be like, I love, we would be talking about all these business and lawyers. Yes. be like, wow, the way they strategized and manipulated mm-hmm. the public audience to laugh and to go and see these movies. Fantastic. I love it. I mean, it's... it's I mean, they've taken my money, so also, it's worked. They're also planning uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3,
0: which would be really interesting. Which I will
1: go see. Aurora, or whatever her name is, that died. Spoilers. What? Yeah, oh, well, I mean, here's the thing about the... They're all going to come back. Oh, that's the thing. I don't. Oh yeah, definitely. Everybody's coming. Oh yeah. No, she died legitimately.
0: Well, I mean, who knows? Well, here's the. I mean, everyone's kind of disappeared. So like, if they might do a reverse thing. Yeah, I think. And I think the the answer to like what happened at the end. Is? It makes sense. Like, it's, uh, we know what's going to happen. Doctor Strange knew what happened. Yeah, he saw the Because he was the universe. one that gave the stone. He saw all the things. He found the one r- reason. That was just an obvious, just like, so it has something to do with Doctor Strange. And I'd be more interested in if there was a Doctor Strange movie after Ant-Man. <laughs> like, if there was another Doctor Strange 2, because it doesn't seem like they have anything planned. But that, like, he seems like he would be the savior of the universe if that was the case.
1: But Captain Marvel is.
0: I guess, though. So. I don't know. We'll see. But,
1: I'm really excited for the next one just because I love the, that Marvel. But, like, I don't like these in-between movies, like the Ant-Mans and the... It's it's weird for
0: me because if I look at the individual films, they some of them are pretty good. But when I'm looking, and if you also just look at everything as a whole from a business standpoint, genius. But... My problem with Marvel and the reason why I don't pay for tickets anymore is majority of the movies, actually all of the movies are the same. They're the same in the fact that it's doesn't it doesn't do anything unique oh. with the superhero franchise. Like you look at the 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 last great truly great superhero movie was Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight And that did something that was not just; it didn't have to do with very surface level romance. uh, Thrown a romance in there. There's a bad guy, and it has to build up to something. It was a crime movie.
1: It wasn't a superhero movie. It was. It was a. It was a crime movie. Exactly. They took the bad guy just so happened to be the bad guy, and the the hero just so happened to be iconic superhero. It wasn't just a crime movie though. It was about like. What does Philosophy. it mean to be?
0: It was like a philosophical. Yeah, it it had so much more internal value. And Marvel has tried to do that with like say Iron Man and things like that. Well, and but I- then and- you look at Iron Man and you see how like there's just so many different things going on that you don't really it does it doesn't do a good job of funneling and focusing on just Iron Man. They try to touch on that in a movie. But then the next second, there's another issue over here with another character, and it's just like there's so many I different think, things.
1: I think they've done it with a few of those. Like, uh, you have Spider-Man Homecoming, where this guy who just got laid off, you know, finds That's... a way to overtake the, you know, back. I mean, and human- then you also have Black Panther with Michael B. Jordan, where oh. he's like, yeah, you left me, you killed my dad, or yeah, something they, like they that. Yeah, they humanized Forget- the- <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that was it. And then, uh, and then Thanos' whole thing is my favorite. Where he, he gives examples. Here's the thing I love, and I think they're going to... Seems like you like Marvel. You're like now no, praising them. No, I'm just... I'm, I said I did not like Black Panther, and I didn't like okay, Iron well, Man. continue and I...
0: your thing. Continue what you're Well, no, saying. I don't
1: dislike. I, I just find them all, like you said, I, like, I think they're all the same. Uh, but Thanos, to me, was different because in the movie... See, like in Black Panther, they tell him and they give examples about how their philosophy is wrong... And in Spider-Man Homecoming, they show how it's wrong. In Avengers, and I love it, this is the one thing I think they did... This is why I like this Avengers movie. Is, uh, no one... Really, uh, he gives examples of how his philosophy works. He tells Gamora, he's like, I killed half your planet, but now they're a utopia. Mm -hmm. And, And then he's like, I tried to do the same thing for my planet... And now look at them; they're all dead. It's like, wait a minute. It, it seems like your idea works, and everybody, you know, the, I mean, being alive is is being good, but that's really their. It's like, wait, I just don't want to die to save the world. True. People aren't. The, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> it's correct. I just. I'm just seeing. That uh, it looks like Thanos's plan is maybe, and I, and I think that's
0: also what my
1: it's just issue a with Marvel
0: is in general. Ish. Is it's great business, but is it good? Is it good that all these things are just doing the same thing over and over again?
1: I say no. I
0: say no. I I. It's, I think
1: we should. And to talk about we should everything. Probably... hold on.
0: It's like <laughs> to talk about what um uh what you were just saying before. Um, Black Panther, yes, they humanize all of the, all of the villains. I agree, they do a good job of that. They're not just blanket villains, you know? But, still, in that regard, Black Panther, for instance, I think we've talked about this earlier, Black Panther has so many different things going on in it, that if they just focused on the villain, and, like, just focused on... That, that, like, humanizing each character, it would have been so much more enjoyable. But they had to create the world, create all the characters, create a random romance that I still don't really understand too much, or it just seemed very surface level. They had to create so much in one movie, and it was just so forced that, that, that you can point out cool things about each of the movies, about, like, isn't it cool that they, like, did this one thing? But I'm talking about the movie as a whole was just so scattered and all over the place. And I do think Avengers Infinity War did a good job of of having all these characters in one movie. But the only reason why it worked was there was nothing else to it besides just the Thanos story because they were already able to squeeze everything into one movie before. And I don't know. And it, and,
1: and all like the movies... everything was leading up to this, so we already kind of knew what he wanted. I mean, we already knew his character. We knew he was bad guy. So, like, Black Panther and all these other movies, they had to squeeze in a lot. Also, there were a lot of characters. That's the other thing, is there's too many characters. Like, the Spider-Man movie, it's just, you know, Peter Parker, Peter Parker's friend, is love and the bad guy. You know, it's not much... Well... Everybody else has like a kingdom and it's all these huge movies. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I think we should just leave it on. Do we think ma- what Marvel and Disney is doing is correct? I say no. And my thought on that I like eating McDonald's. Is it good for me? No. And that's what I think of the Marvel. Okay. Universe. I think we should end with that. Yes.
0: Uh so let's uh I think we're going to we're just going to end today with the the reading. Yes. Uh, cuz we have a long episode today. Um so we'll just end with the reading and we'll talk about movies we've seen uh next episode. Yeah, or we, or can, we could just do a little side yeah, thing just about. A quick, it. Quick. Yeah, a little, yeah. little little quick episode.
1: So later. here's the reading. This is from Charlie Chaplin's My Autobiography. We are on page 10. We're still in the prelude. <laughs> we're on the second bait, on the second page. Here we go. I was hardly aware of a crisis because we lived in a continual crisis. Ooh, that rhymed. (laughs) Crisis with crisis. And being a boy, I dismissed our troubles with gracious forgetfulness. As usual, I ran home to mother after school and do errands, empty the slops, and bring up a pail of fresh water, then hurry on over to uh, McCarthy's and spend the evening there. Anything to get away from our depressing Garrett. And there you have it. Hmm. And then as for the movie this week, I think because we watched the same movie, um, Dead Man by Jim Jarmusch. We watched that yesterday. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It features, it's very minimalistic. Talk about a very minimalistic, uh, Western.
0: Yeah, I mean, it fades black like a bunch.
1: Yeah, I, that's kind of his like his style. Yeah,
0: it was interesting. I don't really. It, it, I want to watch was, it again. Yeah, it was. It was John Johnny Depp before he got weird. So he was just a normal actor at this point. He, 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 I wouldn't he, really recommend it, honestly. It was kind of a slow. I recommend it. It was. It was just a uh, western, typical western,
1: typical. What are you talking
0: about? It was not a
1: typical western. Well,
0: it was, the, but it was the storyline was the yeah, I mean, fact that he was, was on the, the, the run west. from a bunch of band bandits. Yeah,
1: because he killed a
0: guy. Yeah, that's what a west. It's very western story plot, but it was shot differently. But it's a western story plot. You know. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. It was. Um, it had. It was like the the music was guitar, like very slow guitar.
1: Um, yeah, that, it was kind of. Electric guitar, yeah. Well, I disagree.